You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to TNM Unplugged, the space when you elevate your heart, your mind, your soul, your body, and your spirit to the next level of itself, the space when you refresh, re-energize, and learn new things. And today, we're going to learn about the art and mastery of coaching. We're going to look into what really makes good coaching. What is good coaching? That's a really, really significant topic. And today, I have a very special guest who shares my passion for coaching, who loves coaching deeply, who has been coaching for such a long time, and it's on the mastery level of coaching as well. So I'm so happy and pleased to welcome Giuseppe Tontino to join me. He is Master Certified Coach. He's also Mentor Coach for many coaches around the world. He has an exclusive, expanding, invigorating coaching career. Only over the past 10 years, he has worked with more than 1,000 top executives, mid-managers, emerging leaders, coaching them to become a better people, to run successful businesses, to be the best possible versions of themselves. He lived and traveled across the world. You know, he speaks multiple languages. He has more than 2,500 hours of coaching, which is incredible and nice. He can do all of this in English, Spanish, Italian, and French. What people usually say about Giuseppe, and you're going to feel this yourself as well when we start this conversation, is that he has this amazing, infectious energy, wonderful coaching presence. He's a powerful listener, and he's really able to challenge people to transform. Recently, he has also launched his own individual mentor coaching platform when he's inviting a lot of coaches to come and experience his profound mentoring to become the best possible coaches themselves. A lot of this you can find out on his personal website, GiuseppeTontino.com. So, Giuseppe, welcome to the call. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Quite uh, excited about this opportunity and very happy to be with you today. So, you know, we chatted in preparation to this call and we said it would be great to talk about this art of coaching and to really, you know, distill for our listeners, what is good coaching? You know, what, what is it? How does it work? How do you recognize a good coach? How do you know what to look for in coach and in coaching process? Basically, we really would love to educate people to know what this art can deliver to everybody in the world. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when we... Uh, had our conversation, I also was aligned with you to the importance of talking of quality coaching, what is quality coaching. And I think it's um, important from both perspectives, both of uh, the perspective of uh, the client and the perspective of the coach. And uh, I would say maybe it's also important from the perspective of the profession in general, because everybody, as we know, can say I'm a coach and that's fine. Um, what it takes, though, for a coach to deliver quality coaching, that's something we can explore together. Maybe we will have fun uh, having this conversation. Exactly. And I'm also passionate about this because nowadays when the coaching profession became so popular, it's expanding and growing around the world. It's a completely different situation than we, when we started with the pioneering, the origin of the coaching. So. From your perspective, if you were to define this for our listeners, what is the good quality coaching from your angle? What would you say to that? 
Yes, thank you for this uh, great question. And I agree with you. Coaching has evolved. And uh, with it, we need to evolve as professionals. Yeah, and uh, also our clients evolve in terms of what they're looking for. And uh, it's more sophisticated than the requests that we receive. And so it's important to really keep the pace of it. So mm-hmm. what is quality coaching? I would say it depends because it depends on the perspective, what we are looking for. So I would say as a mentor uh, that is supporting coaches to grow with their uh, experience, but also with their ability to show competency in the ICF competencies in particular, that's where uh, we are coming from when we give our credentials. Obviously, these are the ICF credentials, but mm-hmm. I would like to say there are many additional organizations which are equally respectable. But from an ICF perspective, I would say quality coaching to me means uh, when we look from the perspective of a cl- of a, a coach, alignment with the uh, coaching core competencies. And I'd like to imagine that as we grow uh, and expand in our competency level, as you were saying, we move from being a technician to being an artist. Uh, I like to say that uh, as every artist, they have the exactly same colors at their disposal, but how they mix them and how they just uh, create new ways of uh, using those colors, that is what makes uniqueness. That was generate unique art. I'd like to imagine that the same applies to coaching. And uh, what I do, I love to hear the uniqueness in every coach and every coaching that uh, we are generating, that we craft. So quality coaching from that perspective means the alignment with the core competencies. It might be a little bit different when we look at um, the client side, and maybe we can talk about that as well. And I would like to build on what you said. I love that you know, notion that of the artistry and that the, the quality of, of the artist is actually their ability to mix up their colors and show up authentically who they are in the coaching space and not being afraid to show their true colors. Because sometimes, as you said, there's a distinction between good technician and when you learn the craft of coaching, you, you learn the tools and skills and competences, even if you align to the ICF core coaching competences, that still doesn't make this special magic of you shine through, right? And to, to begin to be that, you know, authentic self in that coaching space. So how do you think people can get there, you know, in a way that they will show up more of themselves in the coaching space? Well, I'd like to tap on what you said, actually, because that uh, you mentioned about not being afraid. So maybe there is uh, this, uh, if I understand you correctly, the idea of vulnerability involved. And obviously, this is attached to the growth of a coach. At the beginning, a coach is trying to understand themselves and trying to understand how they can show up in the world. And over time, as they build this confidence, obviously they're able to go back to my metaphor, mix the colors in a very unique way. And uh, it takes some vulnerability uh, to, to do so. But I would like to 
expand maybe. And if we look at the new coaching core competencies that are the 2019 uh, yeah. co ICF coaching core competencies, we have a great new competency, which is it's always been in the air, but never has been really uh, put in words. And that is uh, embodying the coaching mindset. So right. if we look at what that says and what it means for a coach, I would say coaches just look at that competency and live it every day, trying to just embody this mindset little by little, day by day. And that is, to me, a way to expand. So we talk about, for example, in broad terms, being curious, being open, be flexible, being client-centered. These are big words. And mm -hmm. what it means for each coach to be open, flexible, client-centered. I mean, the big questions are, who am I in this relationship? How do I show up? How do I create my own role within our partnership? Mm -hmm. So this is a work that takes a bit of time, Zoran, right? As mm -hmm. we know, and we talked about how coaching is evolving, we also evolve as human beings constantly. And the more we experience the engagement in coaching, the more we discover the possibilities that are out there. So maybe one key piece of this mindset is to believe that it's a never-ending learning story for us. Mm. We can always add pieces to it. And so being, I was actually, if I can tell a story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was uh, just uh, the other day talking to one of my mentees about this. In other yeah. words, I was reviewing this uh, recording and uh, 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 this mentee of mine is uh, uh, working with me towards MCC. And uh, as I was reviewing this uh, recording, it became clear to me that the mentee wanted to, the, the uh, the coach, my mentee, wanted to be on top of the conversation, almost a kind of making it in a way rational what should be the events within the conversation where the client was going to go and somehow anticipating that or explaining to the client, helping the client. And it was clear to me that this was happening out of a big passion, mm -hmm. out of a bigger love for the client, if I may yeah. say so. Yes. And yet, what was missing was the fact that the coach was kind of letting aside the fully, the trust in the client, that the client could take this conversation anywhere. And that was fine. That's the openness, the flexibility. Mm -hmm. And so when I went back to my client and I said, look, to me that this is going on. Yeah. And uh, I asked, what would it take for you to let the client surprise you? Just <laughs> let it go, you know, just dance with the client, be flexible, Yeah. follow the flow. And uh, as soon as I said that, something clicked in, the, in my mentee. Yeah. If you will, because we are probably trained to be very rational. Things yeah. happen in a sequence. And yeah. if then, you know, that kind of thing. So one big piece is this. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and, you know, for me that 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 story is beautiful because you know I was laughing as you were saying that you know we need to be flexible as as yoga practitioners and yoga instructors that flexibility, the openness, the ability to follow through with the coaching process is amazing. And I also want to highlight what you said, which was and you know inspiring to me to remember that we are in this ever learning, ever growing, ever evolving reality. That when you are offering a good quality coaching you put yourself in the space of learner, which is completely counterintuitive to what we've been taught in the school and education, that you have to be on top of it, right? You have to know, you have to master, you have to show up as a professional who is completely, ah, you know, I know it. And what you were doing with your mentee was actually inviting him to be in the true mastery of coaching when he is allowing the coachee to surprise them, which is exactly that, holding the space for them to shine, to show up, and to come up with the solutions to their life challenges instead of waiting for the coachee to coach, sorry, to, to give them the feedback to how to resolve the issues. Wonderful. Exactly. And, and this is exactly the, the, the point of uh, when we are with a client, we allow things to happen. We allow things to, to emerge. And one of the things that we want to be competent with I don't know if it's about competency or it's about something else, yeah. is that we are going to be comfortable with not knowing. We don't yeah. need to know, right? Yes. And this is uh, one piece that we has been there for quite some time. But in the new core competency of um, the, uh, the new coaching core competencies, the 2019, and this new core competencies of mindset, there is one sub-competency, which I think speaks to what we are talking about, which is uh, self-awareness. The, mm. the coach use self-awareness to and the proper intuition to the benefit of the client. And this is, a, in my opinion, a key change in how we see coaching today. In other words, to benefit the client, mm. we need to be self-aware as a coach, where we are in our, if you want, evolution. I know you do a and that's exactly it. We are evolving as a human being. And this is a constant evolution. It's not that, you know, on uh, January 1st of X year, we are evolved. <laughs> <laughs> we keep going. But yeah. having this mindset that to help others, we need to be self-aware and we also need to tap into the intuition. We can go back to that point of how intuition plays a role, especially in quality coaching and how this affects communication, for example. What do you mean for the clients? How do we differentiate this from being an advisor? And is there a possibility? That kind of questions are important. But I wanted to highlight for now how now we know that to benefit clients, Mm -hmm. We need to be, as a coach, self-aware. This opens up a full array of possibilities yeah. for us as coaches. You were mentioning meditation, yoga, yeah. and a number of other practices, which means daily, which means by the minute. As we speak, we need to have that awareness that we, the more are self-aware, mm -hmm. we can benefit others, especially our clients. I think this has been, for me, mind-blowing. You know, yeah. it, it really characterized a coach. 
and differentiate them from other professions. And so maybe looking for quality coaching, going back to our question, yeah. um, it can be that a client can go to a coach and say, what do you practice? What do you do to be self-aware? Mm-hmm. And really assess it so that not makes uh, one uh, coach less worth of others, but rather distinctively different mm-hmm. from one another. Because in coaching, we bring our own self. And there are not two individuals that are aligned. The beauty of life is this. We are so unique. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we relay the uniqueness. Mm-hmm. And to do so, I think it's important that we are the constantly open to de- expand that self-awareness. This is yeah. important for the client and is equally important for the coaches that want to tell the world that they do deliver quality coaching. Absolutely. And, you know, from your self-awareness, your, your questions will come. Uh, the profound listening would come, which also defines coaching. The way how you relate to people, how you build a rapport. Uh, what is the frequency? What is the coaching space that you're holding for a person who is coming into a conversation with you? That, for me, all of those subtle quality energies, I can use the word energies here, come from that space of self-awareness as well. I think so self-awareness becomes crucial. And I see this in my mentorship as well. The more work that coach, coach is doing on themselves, building them, themselves up, exploring the reality, exploring the consciousness, understanding, expanding, as you beautifully said, knowing themselves, who, are, who am I? You know, Who am I as a human being and who am I as a coach? defines this quality as well. And also what you mentioned is super important to me as well, that that ability to be comfortable with not knowing, which is the huge right now. You know, we are in this global pandemic and things are happening and we're so used to knowing, you know, and predicting our life, right? You know, next next year I'm going to go on holiday, then I'm going to do this. And, you know, then my daughter or son is going to go to school or maybe to university. So the life is really predictable, right? So we, we're all kind of bubbling around, relaxing. But in coaching, if you really show up as, as a master and want to deliver quality, you, you have to be comfortable with not knowing and with surprises, right? Because if you're comfortable with that in that space, then, as you mentioned, from your intuition and from your gut and from your awareness, the good interaction will happen. And I see this with the new coaching. It's difficult, right? It's difficult to be in that space of not knowing what will happen next and what the other question I'm going to ask, right? It's like, oh, my God. And then we see the control of the process, right? Exactly as you mentioned, with your ment- being on top of it, it's controlling the process instead of allowing it to unfold. Yes. Yeah, you know, so you have to be have to be strong in that conviction, in that knowing that we can let go on a certain level and trust. It's a process. It's a process. Yeah. I think uh, you know, as for any learning uh, in life, it mm-hmm. takes a lot of, uh, um, first of all, good intentions. That's mm-hmm. the drive. It, you need to learn a little bit about the know-how, which in our context means just exactly what we are talking about: mm-hmm. the awareness that this is important. And then it takes a lot of practice, a mm. lot of practice being mm. out there willing to do it, you know. And as you go back to old ways, recognizing it and then going back to the new ways, reaffirm. It's a kind of like language, uh, learning the language, you know. Yeah. It's not because I take a class of uh, 
let's say, uh, any language, then I can speak that language. I really need to have the motivation. I need to learn the rules, and then I have to practice a lot. English yeah. is not my first language. I'm, I've been speaking it for a few years already, and I'm still learning it every day. <laughs> New. So, this but you're practicing. But you're practicing. You're showing up. You know, you have motivation. You have willingness. And you're showing up. You're practicing, and you're increasing your skill every day through practice, right? Exactly, exactly. And this is a, maybe another aspect of the quality coaching from another angle, which again, for both clients and for coaches can be explored. Mm-hmm. How do you practice becoming more fluent in the language of coaching? What do you do? In other words, every this is, we know it's a business. It's not just a goodwill. We have to be in business. And as we build our business case, we need to tell this story. And we need to, as a coach, be able to tell what we do to really become more fluent in, in, in our um, coaching practice. And for example, within the context of this competency, there is, there are some competencies that require the coach to maintain the practice, to always go into the gene, to, so to speak, of coaching, so that we renew our muscles. We expand the, the ability to play with them, to use the, this muscle, because the truth of the matter is that no single client is alike. Not two clients are, are identical. So we are always exposed to new events, new dynamics, new stories, et cetera, et cetera. And so how can we prepare ourselves for that? This can be a powerful story to tell. And that can talk about our quality coaching. And the clients can in, may explore with coaches, tell me about two different stories of, of, of your clients and what you did and the challenges that you had and how, how you dealt with them and so on. And so this competency, the competency number two, is inviting the coaches to prepare to have that kind of conversation when we talk about business, but also to be prepared to be with your coaches and to recognize that things are not defined or definable. We need to, going back to our point, be prepared for the unknown, which is easily said. I know it's very difficult. (laughs) No, I'm still practicing that. (laughs) You know, sometimes sometimes I show up and I'm completely in a space of unknown, but sometimes when I get nervous, for example, if I have a new conversation or there's a high stakes. Even after so many years of coaching, sometimes I could be like, oh my God, I really know, I need to know what I'm doing right now. I need to prepare. I need to ask good questions. I need to show up. And then very quickly, you know, when you relax in your body and you relax into your knowledge. And you said something crucial for me. This yeah. process of what you're doing that leads you to regulate your emotions and mm-hmm. relax and be present again. This is another part of this competency right now. Mm-hmm. And this competency too, that the coach is able to regulate their own emotions. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you know, we now are talking about this nicely and we laugh about it. Yeah. But when we are in the moment, we know it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we really need to be uh, practicing it. And this competency is calling the coach to do that. Now, when we are able to Just do the journey that you mentioned right now. Even in situations where the coach is talking about 
very difficult things to hear for any human being, mm -hmm. whether it is within the context of their business life, mm -hmm. whether it's the personal life, mm -hmm. you know, you name it, what mm -hmm. could be the, the situation. Well, when we are able to still be at the service of the client because we are present, we are centered, mm -hmm. we are able to come back. And even if we are affected, we're still able to, as you just mentioned, be back to a relaxed mode that allow me to be with my client and not just with myself, because then when I'm agitated, when I'm triggered, I need to take care of myself mm -hmm. first. Otherwise, I cannot take care of others. Of well, course. if we are able to do that, then mm -hmm. this is quality coaching. Mm -hmm. This is quality coaches. And what the quality coach can do is deliver quality coaching. And again, oh. is another piece of the story that we can tell with power that makes us a distinctive, unique coach when we tell it. And for clients, they can explore this too. They can invite their, their target potential coaches that they are looking to work with to tell this story. And by just listening to that, they build, they start to build the bond, they start to build the trust, they start to build the confident in, confidence in this professional. And this is so important and this is so new right now in our profession. Therefore, coaches really need to stay open and attentive to this evolution. Wonderful. So I think that we highlighted a lot of important elements to what really defines the, the quality coaching. What I would love to do, if that's okay, just shift into this question that people usually ask me all the time, you know, because they know I'm coaching and they know I have been coaching for 10 years and there's a lot of coaches on the market right now. So I have friends and relatives and business partners who come to me and they say, okay, I would love to hire the coach. How do I know if he or she is good? I know this is a tough question, you know, because everybody's good on a certain level, but, but you know, what we would say to people when they were to ask you, for example, to refer somebody that you know is a good coach. So let's say that you have a full practice right now and you can't accept anybody, but that person really needs to hire a coach and says, please, Giuseppe, refer me somebody that you know is good. What would you say they need to look at? Or how would you define that? Great question. Thank you. And um, I would say there is no a formula that I can share. And uh, I'd like to go again back to a metaphor, if I may, uh, to just come back to answer you. Uh, we all, I suppose, uh, in our life have gone shopping. And, and you know, there are some of us that like shopping more than others. <laughs> or there are stages of life when we go and shop more, uh, more often than, uh, than not. But so when we go shopping, uh, let's say we go window shopping at the beginning and look for a jacket. And we look at jacket and we say, wow, that's a great jacket. Are we ready to buy? Maybe not. We need to do something else. Maybe we need to go inside the shop, try the jacket on, and see how it fits on us, the color with our, you know, outlook, and uh, see if uh, we are comfortable and everything. And maybe we still need to do a little bit of further research before we are ready to make a decision to buy. So mm -hmm. it's a process. Mm -hmm. it's a, it takes a few steps. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say to all potential clients of us that 
I'm inviting you to go shopping for coaches uh, because as we have been talking so far, no two coaches are equal or identical. Uh, you need to identify the uniqueness of mm-hmm. each coach. And then as you see the potential in various coaches because of what they say or what they write or what other people say about them, that's an important way for coaches to get clients, referrals, etc. Once you do that, go inside the shop and try them on, which means you want to engage with the coach. And there are many ways you can do that depending on circumstances from uh, having a simple conversation to a chemi- what we call the chemistry call uh, for uh, having even a, maybe a situation where you may want to explore how certain situation uh, can be in the view of the coach considered, dealt with, etc. Try to really understand more of whether this individual can become your best partner for what you're trying to achieve. A coach will always be a co-pilot. A coach mm-hmm. will never be the pilot. And so you're going to drive you climb, but the, you want to have a co-pilot to help you win. So you need to really see, as for every human relationship, whether there is this click, this alignment of many elements that make you think, right, this is the jacket I'm going to buy. This is the coach I'm going to partner with that is going to maximize the potential for me to succeed. The key point is no coach should promise results because we are not, I wish, we could have anticipate <laughs> like the manual of life you know? <laughs> and but you can have the best partner that yeah. maximize the potential for success mm-hmm. and then you will be in good hands for sure yeah. and by the way i want to also to say something if i may zora yeah yeah of course um as coaches we are trained to not take it personal which means if we realize that a relationship is not working with a lot of graciousness, we say namaste. And we can even refer the client to some colleagues. And what I'm trying to say is for a client that realized that maybe that relationship didn't work. And we know human relationship may or may not work. We are humans after all. <laughs> so. If it doesn't work, don't be afraid to say it out loud because you are putting the coach in a great place of awareness to one, adjust, make Mm -hmm. the most to Mm -hmm. really make it work, this relationship. Maybe the coach needs to understand a few things. Maybe the coach assumed, rightly Mm -hmm. or wrongly, it doesn't matter, but assumed certain things were in a certain way. And Mm -hmm. now you're enabling adjustments. Mm-hmm. And two, if it still doesn't work, just say mm-hmm. it out loud. I'd like us to come to a close with this relationship. It's better of for both of you rather than yeah. having a, a situation where it doesn't work for no one. Oh, wonderful. I love how you shared you know, that the whole shopping analogy and, and selecting and trying things out and making sure that this person fits really your co-pilot. And this is a great analogy, great metaphor that people are looking for. 
And I think that you feel that, you know, for me, when I hired my first coach and my second coach and third one, and I was talking to different people, even asking for a referral, that came a moment when I felt right, but like any relationship, you know, like this feels right. You know, this is the right companion, right body, right co-pilot in my life at this stage. Maybe that will change in the future. Some other coach can come later on down the line, but that moment in time is the right partner for you to keep on moving forward. But it's it's that feeling that you need to trust and you need to be exploring to find that right person for you so yeah that's a good good you know i'll use that as, a, as an advice to my to all the people who are asking me for referrals all the time so we're coming yeah we're coming close to the end you know because we, we can chat around this for a very long time yeah. people always advise me kind of keep the format to the maximum of 45 minutes so let's make sure that we continue talking about it because it's a wonderful topic and i really enjoy chatting with you so as we're closing up this conversation, where would you like to leave our audience with? If you go backwards to the whole thing about quality coaching, what does it mean? We covered a lot of things. I don't want to summarize it because it's a lot of in-depth exploration from me, both me and you. Anything that you would love to share or say or or you feel you want to offer to complete this uh, conversation with me? Yes. To our potential clients, I would like to say there has never been a better time to use coaching and in your business, in your life, and to use coaches, because now there are thousands of us. It's unimaginable that you cannot find the perfect coach for you. And coaches has been proven to really work in any dynamic of life. It's not the only way, of course, but it has been proven to work in any directions of life, and it's really effective. So please, Go out there and find the best copilot, the best partner for you. To coaches, coaching is evolving. And uh, whether or not you are from the ICF, coaching is a wonderful invitation, not just to be best for our clients, but to be best for our own self, for our own life. I like to say that coaching is like a call for us to improve as a human person. And this is not an easy journey. There are many other ways for sure. But if you are into coaching, Mm -hmm. keep exploring because we are having an enormous potential to discover. And so to use the the word that uh, Zoran likes, which is evolution. Yes, an evolution that is never ending. We just need to be willing to do it. And so I invite you to keep exploring because you will find, as I did, as Zoran did, you yeah. will, and we keep finding, by the way, it's not that we arrived anywhere. Uh, in fact, I'm thirsty to, to find more for myself. And keep exploring because you will be rich in a number of ways for yourself and for the others, whether it is a personal, intimate level or for your clients. Giuseppe, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your mastery, your artistry of coaching. I've learned a lot. I'm sure our audience is going to learn a lot from this podcast. I really hope we're going to meet each other soon and keep on unfolding this conversation of the art of coaching, what is the good quality coach, and keep on educating our audience and other coaches to be the best possible version of themselves. To the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to TNM Unplugged. Lots of love to everybody and have a wonderful day. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me here. Bye-bye.